Connor Happer. <laughs> Mike Schaefer. You know what goes great with major sports moments and or Creighton meltdowns? Course. This is Happer and Schaefer. All right, welcome back. We're Happer and Schaefer here at 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nebraska basketball beat both Idaho State and Southern since the last time that we have talked. I was at the game on Friday but was not at the game yesterday. Um, And then they'll get Tennessee State tomorrow night. So um, it should be three wins in – Basically five days for Nebraska basketball. And then a few days off in South Dakota to finish it before NC State awaits. That is exactly right. And that's when your real tough kind of stretch starts to begin December. You'd be 5-2 and two in theory going into that first game against NC State and really needing to get one extra win now in the month of December uh-huh. because of... You what could, you you could do. maybe get away losing Creighton. You could not get away losing both Creighton and Western Illinois. Western Illinois was the big one, yeah. Uh, but as far as the way things are trending for Nebraska basketball, much better. Uh, yeah. they, they, they share, they've shared the ball, um, you know, and yesterday was, was kind of a similar win. I thought to, um, like Sam Houston state, even though it was by a much bigger margin, um, you got to credit Nebraska. They, they found a way to kind of win ugly, even though they put 82 points up on the board yesterday, they didn't shoot it well from three at all got to the free throw line a whole bunch you're gonna have to find ways to win games when you're not hot now nebraska will have hot nights from three and they'll they'll blitz somebody they'll run somebody out of the building or they'll beat a team that they're not supposed to just depending on what night it happens um but you you love when a team is able to take care of business and do it in a way that they're not accustomed to um and they they did that over they did that yesterday on Friday, it was it was a good, you know, a pretty halfway decent offensive output. Uh, even though they only won by eighteen, it was kind of a sleepy performance. In doubt a little bit going into the into the second half, and then kind of pulled away. But what what have you taken away from the last two for Nebraska basketball? It's it's pretty status quo. Um, now there is some credit to be had there in doing what you're supposed to do because they couldn't do it against Western Illinois. It, but you know. it it felt like they've reined in over the last couple of games some of the extra shots that would occur from either Bryce McGowan's or from from Verge. So you you sort of had uh, more activity for other players involved. Guys were able to to get more shots off. They used Derek Walker more. Some of that's a product of what you're playing. Like you're able to go to Derek Walker more capably because you can either attack with Verge into the zone and you can get him the ball that way. Or you can just drop it into him and let him go to work a little bit. And so Walker in each of the last two games, I think it's been in double digits. And it does kind of feel like if they can utilize him to get easy baskets, it sets up the the rest of their offense. They're better when he gets a touch. Right. They are. And he's not going to score as many points as he has been over the last two. But they're better. They move more when he gets a touch. He's one of their best passers, I think. He doesn't get an opportunity to, to show it much, but he's a really good passer from the post. He has he has good feel, um, and you know, like I said, he's he's not too much of a threat to to finish at the rim, especially over Big Ten guys or anything like that. But um, when you get a guy like Bryce cut into the rim and he ditches off a bounce pass, like that's a pretty good picture. They're better when he touches the ball, yeah. for sure. And in 
in yesterday's game, they did what has kind of been a staple for them this year, which is just weird to me. Like, they got to the free throw line a bunch. Like, in, in three of their five games so far, I think they played five games, um, they've shot close to 30 free throws, which is not how I pictured this team. Yep. And that's both good and bad. It's good because they're free points. It's bad because it's hard for me to imagine you can rely on that when you face better teams. Guess what? They're top 100 in the country in free throw percentage. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're shooting free throws well this year. I mean, they, they obviously lost the Western Illinois game. They didn't put enough of those well, away, but they still shot 73% in that game. There's actually a lot of stuff that they're doing when you just pull up their Kempom page that looks really encouraging. Yeah. Um, the, because I, they're, they're, they're top 100 in field goal, per, just general, field, I guess, two-point field, field goal percentage. Mm -hmm. Top 100 in free throw percentage. Um, top hundred in steal percentage, which is important for them to get in in transition. Um, where they're not good right now, almost you know, they're two ninety five in three point percentage. That's yeah. going to come around. That's going to be better than it is. They just have cap more capable shooters this year. Tomanaga, yeah, this is the second game that the Rico stat failed. Yeah, yeah. Two out of the last Rico, four. Maybe we just have to address the fact that Rico is just a huge jinx. Rico stats just aren't going well. The Rico stat. It broke again. It didn't work again. What was it? They're going to they, make five threes in every game? At least five threes in every game the rest of the season. The very next game, they only made four. And then they what did they make last and night? And then Sunday was four. Friday, they made more than that. Do you it, have something to say? Look, it shouldn't be happening. No. They should be making more than five. Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it was not. Well, they took 23 and they made four. You should make more than that. You should. I, I, generally, yeah. the stats agree. But, with. We, but cannot that's what I'm say, saying. we cannot say that the shot is not in their bag to make less than five. I mean, they're like, like they, they, how many did they attempt again? 23. 23. 23. I mean, they're going to attempt, you know, in the 20s every time. They should make at least five. Like, they you're, should. you're throwing up so many threes. Like, how, how do For instance, the night, uh, the game before, they attempted 23 threes. They made eight. See? I don't know. Your choices it, are eight or four. I know. It's dumb. That's really it. They're good. They're good in offensive efficiency numbers, um, you know, it, with the exception of three-point percentage at this point. Obviously horrible in offensive rebounds. <laughs> that's. I think that's going to stay down there the entire year. But they don't turn the ball over a lot They don't either. turn the ball over a whole bunch. Um, there's some There's some encouraging things that are going on right now. And then the the profile, now they haven't played anybody really worth anything with the exception of Creighton. Um, but the profile just statistically looks pretty solid to me right now. Um, and I, you know, that's a big emphasis for them. They, you, where you want to be defensively. I don't think that'll quite hold up. They're actually pretty good in a whole bunch of defensive numbers right now, but, um, I don't, I don't think that'll hold up too well. They're going to have to be better on offense or, you know, there's the option of kind of slowing things down, whatever that might be. They're, they're, they're still kind of ramping up physically yeah. as well. It, one of the things that's been kind of interesting, too, Edwards has started but really hasn't had much of an impact in any of the – he's played 26 minutes in the last two games, 15 on Friday and 11 yesterday. He's only taken a handful of shots. Hasn't it, it's, it's interesting they've chosen him to kind of start there, and then they quickly get out of that lineup to something else. Yeah. Uh, and Wiltshire, I think, has gotten a lot of those minutes. He played really well on Friday. I think uh, there's there are certain things about this team that it didn't start well, but you can see 
there are players that in a in February, assuming some growth from them, are going to be really important for Nebraska and pretty good that are their sixth and their eighth man right now. Yep. Um, Breedenbach, too. I, I continue. I mean, people have been unhappy with him a little bit, but he's a freshman. I, I think he's going to be a pretty good big by the time. Oh, him him and Tominaga will be, will be fine. Yeah. Tominaga's been a little bit slow with the three-point shooting, but I think that'll get better, too. I think so as well. Um, so Tennessee State is the opponent tomorrow, then South Dakota on Saturday. Uh, hopefully Nebraska finishes up that stretch 4-0 and before they head to Raleigh to take on Tom Allen's North Carolina State. Tom Allen. Thomas. Not Tom, the Indiana coach. Tom. I, but I like to call him Tom. Uh, Pavelka always called him Tom Allen. Tom Allen, yeah. What's uh, he done this year? I have no idea. That would be really interesting to find out. We are going to look at it. Is he playing? Yes. Is he playing sparingly? Also, yes. His high for minutes has been eight. Mm-hmm. And that came against Central Connecticut State. He has made two, thir- two threes in seven attempts. Yeah, this is one of those things where when he transferred, he went from a situation where he was going to get a ton of playing time to quickly became like the ninth guy or the eighth guy at NC State. Yeah, weirdly, he would have been a really great great addition to that, to that first Fred Hoiberg. Right, team. yeah. <laughs> but, yep. Yeah. As it is. That's the way it goes. We'll take a quick break. Alan Bell of Sportsline. Okay, what were the things we were going to ask him? We have to show him about the Milt thing. We're going to tell him about Milt. Tell him about Milt. We want to know his what-the-hell parlay. Uh-huh. We were going to ask his thoughts on uh, Mike Vrabel's field goal usage. Okay. Those are the big ones. We have a lot to cover with Alan Bell next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter. At Connor Happer. At Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. Every day... We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. <laughs> 